the pair you are about to hear are not professionals. Their opinions and beliefs are not fact. They are just two idiots that are spitting nonsense. listeners you're not ready for this you're not i mean i am but are you i don't know yet but uh (laughs) welcome to the spitting nonsense podcast uh my name is jasmine and we are joined here by uh zach um (laughs) and uh i have i have i have news for everybody uh uh but after yeah no it's been a long day uh work is is doing its thing but that's just because i have uh big pro- projects to take care of yes uh oh also if you guys have never listened to this podcast before uh this is the spitting nonsense podcast you did click here and you are listening and um and is it an accident maybe but should you click off of it now hold on <laughs> right hold up hold up hold, hold, hold on a up. second okay think about what you're doing right now is it more important than this podcast <laughs> My question, Probably, my, my answer, for, my my answer for that is gonna be a no, uh, and your answer is gonna also be my answer. So uh, you should. Okay, <laughs> I didn't realize it was a dictatorship. Holy shit! <laughs> but uh, I yeah, reign like, supreme uh, we just here, talk and everybody, about stuff. everybody who listens to this is part of my kingdom. Okay, Call, Zach's takeover. But we live in the sky, and we are. I can go twice as high. Take a look in a book. Zach's dictatorship. It's it's called the uh, the Rainbow Initiative. Nothing <laughs> will belong to you. That's about it's right. It's all his. Uh, that's about right. <laughs> all right. So it's that t- it's it's that time again. I haven't done this for a while, and I meant to do it like a few whiles ago, but. Uh, this is a game that I've come up with a while ago, and I've come around to do it again. Uh, it's and it's called uh, sign language. Sign language. Actually, hold back. On. Let me see if I can find some good good uh, intro music. Um, intro. Hold on. It's just gonna take a second. Wacky intro music. Uh, hopefully none of this is copyrighted, but we'll see. Uh. Uh, no copyright. That's the way to go. Cool. Nope, that's not what I want. That is not what he wanted. Well, like, I want... This might work. (laughs) That sounds very... (laughs) That sounds very, uh, uh... Banjo Kazooie Island. This sounding. is made by Kevin uh, Kevin McLeod, which if you don't know, he makes a bunch of video game music. <laughs> so yeah, more than likely that you've heard that somewhere. I probably heard that. Probably uh, really. No, that one was just called Gumption. 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 Okay. <laughs> All right. Welcome Thanks to Sign Wings. So what I do is I have found marquee signs from different vi- businesses around different places. Um, 
every single one of these is from when I used to live in Springfield. This is the last ones I found when I moved out of my apartment. Right. Um, I usually play three of these. Uh, if Jasmine guesses the business type, she gets a point. If she guesses the exact business, then she gets three points. What does she win? My satisfaction. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that That's pretty good currency around these parts. I don't uh, know about y'all. So the first one says, and hopefully you can read that. Oh, I have to turn off my phone, of course, to do not the, not today. That's what it says. So it says, not today, Satan. Not today, Satan. Yes. Now, guess where it's from. <clears throat> Not a church, cause based on the sign. But then again, there's churches around here who have the uh -huh. signs. But uh -huh. um, if I let me say this, a car repair shop. God fucking damn it! You're right on the nose. It's James Automotive. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you know what? Like, I, there was like two things. I was like, it's church, or, because, because because like that's one is more like practical, of, and then the other one is just something that one you of would the say. originals that we had when I first started this was uh, this one, which is also by them, and it says God is not dead with the O missing from not. Uh, so oh. yeah, it's the same. It's the same people. Um, it's a car company, uh, which is great. Uh, Not today, Satan. What's the second one that I got? So that's actually one point. Usually we, it, it, it's like rare to see actually points get got, got in this. Get got. <clears throat> but uh, getting it right on the nose, that's a bit hard. This, oh, this one says easy peasy summer breezy. All right. So this is the next one. Easy peasy summer breezy. Now to keep in mind, this is another one that I've also... Uh, uh, taking pictures of. It's before. not Bahama Bucks, is it? No. Okay. No. Is it ice cream? No. Okay. I, I, it's not so ice it's cream. Not I'll give cream. you one more, one more before I present. I was it. gonna guess Bahama Bucks, Dairy Queen, or. It's none of the ice creams. It's not. I don't a... know a furniture store. Okay, you're wrong. It's uh, it's it's. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it's the hotel chain. La Quinta. Uh huh. Uh, every time I've gone by that sign, they always have super positive messages for no reason. I like that though. It is very, it's very cool. But from from a, ho from a hotel collected. chain, it's very interesting to see that. Now the last one, uh, and if you if you use some insight on this one, you might get it right. Uh, uh, but <clears throat> I gotta I gotta make sure that you actually don't see any of the signs uh, when I when I zoom in, or else I might give you away. Peaches, peaches, pea. It just says peaches three times, but it's definitely yeah, a reference. If it's not a market, then I'm just gonna guess honestly, Chick Fil A, only because they just got that peach milkshake. No, no, no. This was before the peach milkshake. Oh, this is before the peach mm -hmm. milkshake. Mm -hmm. uh, you let me let me give you some insight. You more than likely can get this based on previous answers that you've guessed from today. Like ice cream? Like Dairy Queen? No. What's another what's another one maybe in Springfield that would be more popular? Not Doozle Andy's? It's an Andy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I was like not Doozle. Yeah, no, so it's, it's Andy's. Andy's. Yeah, so Andy's. uh yeah, no, those are all that's that's it. So Jasmine has gotten actually three point four points, even though that I kinda gave a little bit at the end. But I think it's just some of these are just weird. Like, if you Good haven't time. listened to this before, like, some of these are just 
strange. Like these are just <clears throat> signs. These are marquee signs, like those signs. If you don't, where you just add the letters. Where you add the letters in, and some of them <laughs> from different places. Like I, there's one that I got was was home of Hosanna Church, and it was at a family video. <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> Such awkward places. All right, so yeah, that that sign language. I usually like present this every month or so, but I missed a couple months here, so I'm just making. Up. Actually, you know what? Since I missed a couple, let's do let's do uh, two more, uh, just just for fun. Um, oh, this one's a good one. I like this one so much. Uh, these are these are two that I found around here, actually. Oh. Still open. <laughs> the N in open is separated from the rest of it. But I like it. that because Midwest. <laughs> <laughs> I was just Still saying. open. Open. Mm-hmm. Okay, so where do you think this is? Uh, North Main Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke because it's not open anymore. So, so the like, Sonics around here are shutting down. They are all shutting down. Uh, like... So no, uh, but it is a fast food chain, not fast food chain. It is a it is Waffle Home. All right, uh, no, it's Pizza Hut. Oh. On the no, <laughs> is that the one on the outside of ninety four. Uh-huh. No, it's the one on Mexico Red. Oh, okay, that's super funny though. <laughs> they just still put, open. They put it on there. Like and what, it was funny. Were, as were we questioning that with your big ass <laughs> sign on the side of the road? Pizza so Hut. so this next one with Wind is, Street is. <laughs> I was sold counterfeit spaghetti. It's an impasta. <laughs> Where do you think this one is? Fazoli's. No, you're wrong. Olive Garden. You're absolutely wrong. You're going way, way too far. A bowling Th- alley. <laughs> you're getting closer. <laughs> he said I was getting closer. No, it's it's rental sales for equipment. Oh my God, the still equip. <laughs> wow. It's like renting tractors and shit, guys. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, you got those two very wrong, but it's just because <laughs> those were definitely way more off the wall and uh, not on the nose like the other ones were. It's they just they some of them are just perfectly, perfectly made. Right. And you just have to get a photo of them. So, yeah, that's been sign language. Um, it'll come around again. Now, one thing I've been actually bringing up more, because I did it in the last two weeks, was real, actual facts. Weird facts, though, that I find online. Not uh, just And I call these, the I don't guys. call these, these are naked truths, <clears throat> is what I'm calling them. <laughs> Welcome to the naked truth nook. I don't think that's going to stick, but... Uh, the naked truth nook. It sounds, it sounds like a place where... <laughs> Your uh, step parents would send you uh, when you were uh, when you were uh, uh, instead of military school, uh-huh. like a summer camp. Yeah, you so are going to the what, naked truth nook for mm, summer camp. What I want to talk about is anglers, not not the, the fish, not the fish, the people that fish the fish, anglers. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, did you know the average amount of uh, pe- American anglers spend per year is roughly a th- around a thousand dollars? Just normal fishing or mm-hmm. commercial fishing? Average American anglers spend roughly 1037 annually in support of their pastime, creating and supporting uh, 826,000 jobs to the tune of $39.5 billion in the fishing industry. 
it's a good industry. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, I personally like fishing. Uh, I don't think we've ever been fishing. We haven't together. I, like, the, the only reason why I have not a disdain for fishing, but it's not really something I would actively go out to do on my own, is because every time I do it, I always fail. <laughs> I always, always fail. I and, and my brother. You never. Back, you never caught a fish. I've caught fish before, but re, like. Not consistently. No, every and it's in and I. Guarantee, it's all about how you reel. What I, kind of bait that you're that. using? I like guarantee you, there's something with me and 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 me going fishing because it's not just when I go fishing that we don't care that I don't catch fish. When I go fishing with other people, they don't catch fish. And it's been consistent like that. Zach, I'm gonna go catch a fish with you. You, I'm telling right. you, I'm no, telling I'm you, telling you, I will catch a fish. With I'm you. telling you, my brother can back this up. It is, it is strange because I've been on multiple times doing fishing with them, and it's, it's, it's just I either I suck at it or I have a repellent naturally in my body that just makes fish not want to be near me. <laughs> They're like not him again. <laughs> oh fuck. Uh-huh. <laughs> but. Uh, but, yeah, no, we're definitely gonna go fishing. Uh, like, angler, I love fishing. Anglers spend almost three hundred million a year just on ice to pre- preserve fish longer. So the ice industry definitely uh, is yeah, doing well. well. You, you go and uh, you know. uh, but they do spend more than a billion a year on bait alone, which kind of makes sense because bait's expensive. Right. Uh, now the one thing I wanted to bring up because of this is this is not the fact that I want to talk about. The fact that I want to talk about is about a cryptid from Colorado uh, myth uh, that's based around an anglerfish. Uh, And this is called the slide rock bolter is what it is. Based on a fish. So what it is is it's a fearsome creature uh, that uh, is recounted by lumberjacks in North America during the 19th and early 20th centuries. It is believed to live in the mountains of Colorado, but only on mountains where the slope is at an angle greater than 45 degrees. It has an immense head, small eyes, and a large mouth, which is similar to a sculpin, which is, a, I think, a type of fish. If I look that up, uh, sculpin. Uh, yeah, it's a fish. Um, <clears throat> Uh, it, it, its tail ends in a fluke like a dolphin with enormous grabbing hooks so it can grab on the top of mountains. And what it does is I can show you actually depictions of what this thing is. This is an actual early depiction of, of the slide rock bolter. So it's a giant fish that will be at the top and waits for prey that comes by. And when it does, it will let go of the fins at the top and it will slide down at like really fast speeds so that it will just gulp them all in one bite. Bro, like where did you find the pit from the pits of the abyss? Like, so when I did slide rock bolter. when I did a a project in col in uh, community college, I did one over myths and legends of North America, and I did ones for almost every single state. Colorado was one of those states, and that's how I found out about this creature. Okay. Yeah. So this, but there's multiple pictures. So you would just saw one. So there's actually multiple that I can choose from. Uh, here's the most prominent one. Like, see, so you can see definitely the fish-like bits of it and stuff like that. Uh, Here's another photo of it and how it works. Here's a much more (laughs) hyper-realized photo of it. Okay. (laughs) And this was an actual, like, myth. This was an actual tall tale by lumberjacks when they were working. This one is actually scary. I don't like this one. If this is what it looked like, then I'm already dead. (laughs) 
<laughs> You're like, I'm not running. I'm just accepting my fate. <laughs> yeah. So, but no, the, um, the thing is, is that like, this was an actual thing lumberjacks feared back then is because like probably what what it was it was there was a rock slide or they dealt with like trees falling and it just in in the mass that it was falling in it just looked like a giant creature <clears throat> but yeah no that's the slide rock bolter there's the naked truth of of this week's podcast um if you're in Colorado and going hiking I would watch out for avalanches it might actually be a giant fish coming at you uh, so yeah. Um, do you want to go over our recommendations? Yeah, I'll go over our recommendations, man. Uh, so this is a short hike. Oh, okay. So that one's not the one that I played. No, with you. no. We so, didn't include that one on here. So no. Oh yeah. A way out. The, uh, yeah. Uh, so, um, first off one game that me and Jasmine actually started playing just a little bit of, but we will play more, uh, is a way out, which is made by the people that made it takes two. It was which the fir- one first game, a bunch of awards for being an incredible, two, uh, Katie couch played, co-op. and that is a fantastic couch co-op. Probably one of the best ones I've played. Uh, the the way a way out is the one that they made beforehand, which is about two dudes trying to escape a prison. You both played two different characters, and you both either have your own scenes where you interact with other people, or you work together in the same scene trying to f- uh, figure out how to escape prison. Interesting game, which we've like what we're only like two three hours in. Not even that. I think we're only like two hours in. Yeah, like it, nothing, nothing big, you know what I mean? Uh, but we started it, and it works out pretty good, despite, mm. like, the older-looking graphics, older you know looking what I mean? Older-looking graphics. Uh, it, it, what did you say? It was made with a team of only 80, uh, 35. 35 people? Yeah. Yeah, 35 small. people. It's a very small but game. It was but a good way of showing how co-op games could work, like, with, like, different, like, different uh, variations of level design and stuff like that, because then when they used that game, they used the, 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 the co-op, aspect and the system mechanics well, yeah like you're, you're to gonna look at this it and takes two. you're gonna see it takes two like in little pieces of oh it, for you know what sure I mean? man i see so much from it already um but yeah no that was one so one i actually played and finished the night and the morning i played after is a short hike which is a short isometric game katie also played it and finished it uh and she liked it as well um but it's a very cute game it is a adventure game um made by a one game designer it is an open world exploration game where the player is tasked with reaching the summit of a mountain to get cell phone reception to call their mom um and the game has a bunch of like little side quests and stuff it follow it takes place on one giant island with small islands around it right it's a very fun game i would say very cute too um yeah, and then uh, uh, while we're still talking about games, I've been binging Baldur's Gate 3. I'm about mm. 30 hours in and just got out of Act 1. <laughs> nice. So, uh, yeah, that just lets you know how... How many acts are there? Three. Okay. There's three uh, acts. The other game I started playing, and Jasmine has seen me go from different moods on this game to... Halo? No, well, Halo, <laughs> Halo is an array, a, a menagerie of different, like, variations. But you're talking about different emotions. I'm talking game. about... I've seen you go from extreme talk, anger to d- extreme excitement so in about five I've talked, seconds. I've talked, about, I've talked about Wandering Village. I've talked about... Did I talk about this last week? 
Wandering Village or Airborne Kingdom? Airborne Kingdom. I think you talked to me about it, but I'm not sure if you talked to the pod. I'll just refresh people. So there's Wandering Village, which was about a village uh, that you build on the back of a giant dinosaur-like creature wandering around, and you have to deal with environmental impacts. Uh, there was Let's Build a Zoo, which is you build a zoo, but you can be also be a good or bad zoo trainer, which I still should need to get back into playing that game. But the, the next sim game that has taken up my time uh, is Airborne Kingdom, which you build a kingdom in the, in the air and you go around the lands recruiting people and helping different kingdoms uh, get back to using the air travel that they originally once had. Um, that game, I, I, I much more, I enjoy it more than I would expect. And right now I'm going through the process of probably an hours, several hours long process to restructure my kingdom while not destroying any buildings and it's still staying afloat with people still using the, the, the structures properly. The game's fun. Um, but they, I just realized that they did just put this on Game Pass while at the same time for next year they're making the sequel to this game called The Airborne Empire, which adds uh, uh, fighting with enemies, uh, more stuff, uh, more arsenal-based items, and then also probably some improvements based on the map. So it's a completely new game, or they're just like expanding it's, it and it's, calling it's, it something different it's, like it's, Overwatch It's like too. a sequel to this game. This game actually came out like a couple years ago. And now they're building a new one with the better mechanics and all the information they got from this game, but also adding on to the stuff that they wanted to. But they're building in a new engine, so it works Excuse better. Uh, so yeah, that's what they're doing. Um, but that comes out next year. But Eric, right. if you want to play the, the Airborne Kingdom, also Short Hike and Way Out uh, are all on Game Pass. Baldur's so. Gate 3 is not. In no, fact, it's no not way. even out on PlayStation yet. I still think it and has it's not like even another... On, it's not even on Xbox, is it? It's going to have Xbox compatibility in the future, mm -hmm. um, but not quite yet. But, uh, yeah, I'm on playing on PC, and it's the first PC game that i played in a while. The last one that I played was probably Disco Elysium or Hades. Mm -hmm. Either one of those two. I played so, on uh, PC originally. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, this one is definitely in the running for Game of the Year, for sure. Uh, but I feel like Starfield already has it beat. Mm. Well, we'll see about that. I know. We'll see. We'll see. But uh, based oh, off... Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll talk I, about that. I, 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 I've been uh, trying to get set up for Starfield. So Yeah, set up. It's, it's, com unquote. it's coming together well. But uh, <laughs> We went and saw Blue Beetle. Yeah, there. we saw Blue Beetle. Uh Yeah, no, that film was awesome. Yeah, no, it was really, <laughs> it good. Was really good. It was super, super fun. Mm -hmm. Like, I haven't had that much fun since probably the first time I saw the first Shazam. Uh, in DC, I mean. In DC? Yeah. I would say Suicide Squad. The Suicide the Squad. The Suicide Squad. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, I meant like... Uh, well, yeah, I guess you could say that more recently. But I meant like... Uh, 
on original films, if you understand what I mean. Mm. Like, uh... Not a sequel or yeah, anything yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, 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 like, the first time te- that I've seen technically something like that. Technically, the Suicide Squad's not really... Well, it, I know, it's, it is, it, it's a sequel reboot it's a thing. Remake. It's a remake. It's its it, own it, thing. I'm telling you, it's like a remake. It is, but at the same time, it still plays off that it is a sequel to the original, but, well, whatever. I don't want to get into that. Uh, yeah, Blue Beetle, I guess that as an original IP character that they that they're making for, like, more movies in the future and stuff. For their, for their like, <sighs> showcase in the DC. Yeah, so, you know uh, what I mean? Blue like Beetle. That, when yeah. I say first movies, I mean, like, first movies. Like, I was job. comparing Blue Beetle to Iron Man. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, like, that, that, that's not low praise at all. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's extremely high praise. Like, they, they, uh, remixed it, if you would. And, uh, uh, which is really funny because we just watched a documentary they definitely, about remixes. They definitely hindered into the more, uh, uh, Hispanic aspect, but that's just because, like... I love that fact, the though. The whole like, it's just... character dynamic is based around the Hispanic heritage and the family that he grew up with. It, I know, like, and it's, it's, like... It works perfectly. How, spirit, how, how spiritual, you know, Not only like, that, Hispanic but, like, people are, how how family oriented that they are and like it wasn't like cheesy family like not fast only, and the furious not only that like you know were, what i mean like because they did say family or me familia why, like, multiple why times. did they, just, why did they have to almost make me cry they didn't have multiple to. times they did not have to but i know they, and i they, was like they really didn't have i was just to. like holding my breath like <clears throat> yeah. my eyes welled up at one point no, like but i didn't end up crying no there's so. a canon event in this movie and dude, when you said canon event like, like, like dude i <laughs> <laughs> I looked at you right at the beginning. As soon as things started getting sentimental, I'm like dead. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm not being specific about anything. You know uh, what I mean? But like, yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. there's a death. There, there, there's an Uncle Ben moment, kind uh, of. Okay. So since we're talking about Blue Beetle and whatnot, we got to talk about the box office stuff and also the potential sequels that are going to happen for it. Uh, so in the box office of this this opening weekend, it did take down Barbie. But at the same time, it didn't have a super big box office victory uh, with twenty five only $25 million for the box office weekend. Now, my reasoning is, one, uh, The Flash really didn't give people any hope. Um, but I think also The Flash's issue was that it was trying to, like, wrap up, like, the, the, the chaos that is the DCEU. They tried to put a pretty bow on a messy, uh-huh. on a messy, messy package. Yeah, and that, that's <laughs> and, a very uh, difficult. I feel, I feel like they did a pretty good job with the Flash. I, I didn't dislike the Flash at all. In fact, like, what did we give it? Like an eight? I gave like it a seven point five eight. Yeah. But but Blue Beetle is isn't doing so hot. I think it's because of the off shot because of 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 the Flash and all that stuff that went with it, and uh, people dealing with just like Blue Beetle doesn't ring the names. It's like it's not really as well known. That's what I'm saying. Well like it's like people are like Blue Beetle. I told Brian we were going to see Blue Beetle. He said, "What's that?" Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's not like well if I would have said Superman, he would have been like, "Oh, okay." Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not as a much of a household which is, name, which like which is sad. Which you know talks what I mean? into like that idea of what you were doing for your your classes about remixing and whatnot. How there's like. 40 superman films or something or like uh yeah they Batman. said they said over 300 dracula films yeah. there's like 
32 Batman films. But like, you, like you see that as like those are the those are the prominent superhero figures that people are gonna want to see and stuff, so they're gonna keep remaking it. Mm-hmm. For stuff like this, characters and whatnot, you'll probably I'd rather get, see an original story. Than I would rather see characters rehashed like this. based off of the same. Character. I'd rather see stuff like this because you get some really cool shit. Which, by the way, the fights in this movie went like anime fights, and it was really well done. It was really cool. <clears throat> I felt like I was watching Power Rangers, yes, but for adults. Yes. Uh, but oh, by the way, can we just talk about how some of the fucking security guards in the in the end fight when they were fighting with the giant robot beetle were getting fucking decimated? They were getting like they stepped on, stepped on, impaled, dismembered. But at the same time, they kind of exsanguinated. Nobody got exsanguinated. But at the same time, they were working for an evil corporation. So well, yeah, yeah, yeah. that was trying to the the surprise cameo with Felipe Esparza. Mm. Like I was like, yo, Uh no way! It wasn't really a surprise. It was just kind of yeah. There, the box office stuff isn't doing too hot, but I think it's because of also the fatigue from superhero shit. Uh, That's also happening. Like comparatively, this on the other hand is like a refresher to all that. I feel like it's a refresher. It, at least it did better than Wonder Woman uh, nineteen eighty. Oh, the reviews for it are great. Like audiences love it. Audiences love it. Critics are like, yeah, no, this is pretty good. Uh, and yeah, no, I think it's it's well made. I the box office is whatever, but like, I mean, they're gonna work through it. So the thing is though about uh, director <laughs> and what he dreams for his potential casting. Uh, as there is an OG Blue Beetle, uh, if you didn't know in the comics, there is not just Jaime Reyes' Blue Beetle, he's the modern Blue Beetle. There is a original Blue Beetle, uh, of the character, uh, pretty sure his name is Ted Cord. Yeah, it was Ted Cord. <laughs> but I don't know if and, that's the original uh, character. Like, they, they, the they kind of, uh, tease at the next installation for Blue Beetle at the end involving Ted Cord. So, uh, that, I guess they, he's saying his dream casting, uh, would be... Oh, it is Ted Court. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, his name is Ted Court. No, I was looking if it's right in the comics and stuff, and that is correct. Yes. So, uh... Yeah, dude, like, uh, but Jason Sudeikis... Yeah, people keep saying Jason Jason Sudeikis, uh, and people keep saying, "Oh, that's his voice at the end," because and all all that stuff. But uh, I won't tease any more than that. Um... He's also, an attractive man, for also sure. they say that he looks similar to the photo of Ted. In, he does, in like, it, in, next to the drawing and whatnot. <coughs> could have sampled. You know, if they actually the choose him, I wouldn't think this is a bad idea. No, not at I all. I think this is a good. I, like I think Ted this is a good Ford. idea. I think he could do it. I like Ted Lasso. I like Ted Cole. I th- I like Jason Sudeikis as a Jason. <laughs> I like Jason Sudeikis. Yeah, he's a good. I don't like his messy divorce, but no, I like Jason. That Sudeikis. whole situation <laughs> is is fucked up. For real. Not on his end, but like just the whole situation. Yeah, Especially right. like, like I think we talked about it on here. Olivia Wilde getting handed the divorce papers at the stage. Dude, that's fucked. That up. wasn't even on him. It wasn't no, even it on was, him. It was like it on was, the fucking. It like, was totally on on the servers. Yeah. yeah, it was totally on the servers. They did not have the server at that time, but they did. Right, could have waited until she walked off the stage instead uh-huh. of like walking onto the stage, and it's just like you're uh-huh. getting served a divorce. Yeah. So we might get Surprise. a sequel because they actually are wanting to keep Blue Beetle in the DCU. 
and I am all for that. He should I definitely state that. I think it was really good. Zolo, uh, Zolo, Zolo Manduena, yeah, like he, he did, did really such well. Done. A good Everybody job. else also did really well in this. Dude, like of course George <coughs> Lopez provided hella like comedic relief. Like he good. had me laughing out loud, good. dude. Like good. I was writing wise, this was done really well. Yeah, yeah, you could tell that it was done with. Uh, Hispanic culture in, in mind. Uh-huh. American Hispanic and, uh, so culture in mind. So, the next one, since we're talking about space age uh, tech and all that stuff and whatnot, uh, the actual first trailer for Zack Snyder's Rebel Moon has come out. Uh, and it's, uh I think I like I like it. I think it's gonna it's Star a- Potter, Harry Wars. <laughs> it's uh, sci-fi fantasy. It's sci-fi Potter. It's sci-fi fantasy. Uh, it is definitely influenced by Star Wars. I, if you could watch the trailer, but I am I, I look forward to watching this. It's definitely it's definitely on the Snyder brand of everything. It looks very dark. Follows up follows a group of ragtag rebels who rise up and fight against a giant evil empire. It's set in a peaceful colony on the edge of the galaxy that finds itself threatened by armies of tyrannical of the tyrannical regent battles. This Bals- sounds oddly familiar they to dispatch a, big a young woman we- with a mysterious past to seek out warriors from neighboring planets to help them take the stand against the tyrant. And that's that's fine. How come I didn't see Ray Fisher in the trailer? Hmm. Look, Anthony Hopkins. So yes, he was the fucking narrator. I knew it. Like I uh-huh. heard his voice, and I closed my eyes so, for two seconds. I'm like, that's the Anthony. the thing is that they actually released the 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 the, 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 the release dates for both of these films. And yes, I know there's a part one and, and, and a there's part, a part one and a part two. Part one being called uh, Child of Fire. Part two being called The Scar Giver. Uh, and they're not being released actually too far off. December twenty second is no, the like first six months. Yeah, first date December twenty second. Second date is, uh, what was it? Uh, April 19th of 2024. Four months. Five months. Yeah, so not, not even that months. far. And by the way, I looked up the screenplay writers for this. And yes, that's what I was saying about Zack Snyder hiring his friends. I was like, he definitely worked. So so Kirk Johnstand uh, actually worked on the movie, both movies of 300, Act of Valor, Atomic Blonde, and then Shea Hatton, who he's worked with before, worked on John Wick 3 and 4, uh, armies, uh, army of thieves, and army of the dead, uh, and yeah. So, I mean, I I think uh, I, but this trailer definitely it looks like it gives uh, information for both of the films. It gives the dark side. It gives information for both films, so we're not going to see all of this in the first one. Um, but what I look forward to the most is that he, also with these films, they're releasing extended rated R cuts. Of both I of love them. that, and I, I love that so that, much. That that sounds awesome. So, yeah, no, I look forward to this. I uh, is if if I don't think it's gonna be the most perfect sci-fi film ever, but like it's gonna be you know? fun to watch. It already has two parts, which means that you know that they're like trying to complete a whole story. Not only that, but like if you look at like the actual sci-fi and like the CGI and not sci-fi, the CGI and the and the, the well, I'm sure that they're doing stuff. trick of the eye stuff. They like, did, but they did a good job. Blur, they did like, a good job with like their budget, like what they like the 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 just the direction and stuff. I liked what they did so far. Yeah, no, some of the shots like looked really good. Like yeah. genuinely, I loved like those like large wide angle like you know panning shots across like big open amounts of land uh, involving like one singular focal point. You know what I mean, like. That kind of stuff. Like, 
Uh, it's very it's very nice and uh, pleasing to the eye. Yeah, speaking of pleasing to the eye. Oh wait, hold on. Wait, hold on. What the fuck? I don't. Why is this not showing up? I will move this out of the way because I don't want to talk about that just yet. I'll talk about that soon after. Uh, but what I want to talk about is actually Marvel. Uh, last week we talked about Marvel being in the weeds a bit. Um, there's some rumors going around about how uh, Thor 5 is in the works with Taka Waititi, although it's not set in stone, but that's just rumors. Um, then, uh, what? Yeah, I showed you that, didn't I? The Deadpool no, the, the link. I don't remember. <laughs> that's what I was asking. I was like... Uh. Oh, my God. Okay, so... There is a thing that's the Deadpool concept, the concept art for Deadpool, uh, based from X-Men Origins Wolverine, was released. And, oh boy, should they oh have boy. not... big news. They should not have ever made these. Um, God, I want to find that fucking thing again. Because I actually, I thought those were, like, really well done. Not like the. Mm. So some concept art resurfaced 14 years later. Yeah. Uh, after Deadpool uh, had originally been conceptualized, and the uh, creator of X Men Origins Wolverine. No, no, not the creator. The the co-creator of Deadpool himself. The co-creator of Deadpool, like the actual character Deadpool. Oh, okay. 14 years after X Men Origins Wolverine. Yeah, they, so they, this they, was the original idea of what they wanted Deadpool to look like before Deadpool itself was conceptualized. No, 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 no. Okay, sorry. I think I'm getting. I think we're getting like like communication. So the the concept art for De Deadpool in X Men Origins Wolverines was released like just recently. The co-creator of Deadpool came out on Twitter and said, "I am horrified. These these are horrifying." Yeah, they're scary. Yeah, like like what the shit. Um, and and if I can find that, I'm gonna have to look it up because I thought I could find it, but I guess not. Uh, concepts, art, origins. Just type that in. Ha! Here we go. Here it is. Found it. It's from Screen Rant, and that's why I couldn't find it. Yeah, the original, the co-creator is horrified, and I, I looked these up. And uh, why did they make him look like a like like Elephant Man? Why do you have to do that? Why does he look like a Hellraiser, like almost Red Skull esque in this? I told you he looks like a uh, one of the, the like the armored Titan. That's literally what he looks like. They made they didn't. This is the worst of them. I don't know what it is, but this one just gives me vibes <laughs> That's of definitely rage. Definitely Hellraiser vibe. No, it gives me unsettled rage when I look at it. And then this one's just a ball sack. I'm sorry, it's a ball sack with with eyes. Oh, it's fuzzy, it's and great. I don't like it. Like, why it's is just, it fuzzy? The thing is, is like, why didn't you just give them the original suits? I get it; it might be cheesy, but it's what people want, and that's what we're it's getting. What the people want? I mean, it's kind of what gets them going. <laughs> it's kind of what they're giving with giving us now in the in the in Deadpool three, if that ever like gets through. Um, if. But, uh, yeah, no, I mean, Rob Liefeld, the guy who helped co-create Dead Deadpool, came out and said, I'm horrified when he saw these photos. <laughs> and I think anybody else would be, too. I don't really um, blame him, though. So, yeah, no, I don't like that. Uh, but speaking of alien-esque uh, kind of ideas and alien-looking things, 
there's a docu series on uh, called uh, that is called. Does it have a name? Does not look like it has a name. It says Alien Encounters docu series from Steven Spielberg's Amblin heading to Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so they uh, Amblin Television, who is Steven Spielberg's company, uh, teamed up with Boardwalk Pictures to produce Encounters. Ah, the new four-part series that investigates a different phenomenon in each episode. Okay. Uh, these include strange lights in the sky over Texas, claims of submersible UFOs uh, yes. haunting a coastal yes. Welsh village, uh, an alien encounter in Zimbabwe, and reports of non-human intelligence at a nuclear power plant in Japan. You know, these are all coming out. Like The whole alien thing is coming out now because like the government's like, yeah, aliens are real. Yeah, cool. They're finally like, finally. I mean, like, it's not... Finally, someone let me out of my cage. <laughs> oh, That's what the greys felt like when like, they literally the got grays. there. Oh, man. Not the albino they're gonna, they're like, gonna we're rip a the hole. They're going to break the seam of our dark, dark box around our universe, and then, like, for some reason, we're going to see, like... They're just going to put a big crack we're gonna in the see, like, box, we're gonna and we're going to see, like, spidering in the, the cosmic beings that build our universe just kind of, like... Just kind of, like... <laughs> <laughs> peering through right, and then like, they close it back up okay the planet looks all right i'd be like did you see that man <laughs> oh my god speaking of that the fucking people who were tripping on drugs there was blue i Beetle, don't know what they were doing but they, they said they were tripping on drugs they said blue are, have you felt have you felt it yet no have you felt it's it yet it's been 20 minutes, minutes. I, I don't <laughs> he feel just it falls yet. out of the sky onto a car right and then it was like whoa oh and then he I cut, think it just and then down. he cuts the cuts the bus in half right in that scene from the from the from the trailer was that the scene uh, yes it was that scene okay and then and then he flies away and they're like dude i, dude, think, I think it, it just hit just kicked in <laughs> hell no it's just a, it's but it's about it's about right how it would actually happen um the new documentary series comes at an interesting time of course about the reports and all that stuff so yeah i mean uh encounters will uh debut on netflix on september 27th by yes, the way yes cool <clears throat> speaking of some more things on netflix though oh god damn it um a first trailer of the scott pilgrim anime series uh scott pilgrim cakes off is coming out which is actually produced by edward wright himself the guy who helped make the live action one not only that if you haven't listened to us before um in the past we talked about the cast and the cast is literally the cast from the live action i love that just though. playing as their characters in in the anime i know i love that and that's like, awesome it, it's authentic as fuck you know what i mean like <laughs> they just rehire they, they clicked rehire on their list <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> uh-huh. It's, um, uh, it's tight. So, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's just uh, they got the whole – they got the Scott Boom cast. They begin a tight, close-knit family. And, yeah, um, Brian Lee O'Malley and Ben David Grabinski, the O'Malley. author and artist of the graphic novels published from 2004 and 2010, are executive producers, writers, and showrunners. So you already know this is basically going to be the comic, the graphic novel built into an anime series. That's essentially what it is. Um, yep. comes out November 17th with eight episodes for the first season, which will probably cover up to like the, fir- how many boyfriends does she have? Seven. Yeah. Said so for first, first three, maybe no first two, three, two and a half, three. I don't know. I feel like they're going to go through it. Like what's it say? Probably nine. Half. Wasn't nine ex-boyfriends. I don't know. She has several. Like, I know. Seven, several. I don't know. Uh, ex-boyfriends. How many do you have? How many do you have, Ramona Flowers? 
How many ex-boyfriends do you have, Ramona Flowers? Uh, seven? Was I right, actually? Fuck. I thought you were right. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven. That's what I thought. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that movie was tight. It was an unexpected joy. Oh, that movie's awesome. And now they're making an anime, which is probably going to also do awesomely well. You know if... what that movie just reminded me of? <clears throat> what? That one with Vanessa Hudgens, like, uh, Sucker Punch. I fucking Sucker Punch hate it. Also Sucker made Punch. Guess by who? <laughs> was it Edgar Wright? No. But someone else that we also talked about today. M. Night Shyamalan? No. Steven Spielberg? <laughs> the other one from Netflix. David Lynch. No, Zack Snyder. <laughs> the story was also done by Zack Snyder. Ugh, well, that's a sad <laughs> Sorry, sorry, Zack Snyder, but that was awful. Oh my god, that film was wild. That film was like it had an we all have to be good, we all like, have mental illness, but now let's peer into our mental illness and we're fighting dragons in World War Two with fucking machine guns. <clears throat> you know what? It was like that movie Girl Interrupted, but with more sci-fi, sci-fi, and also uh, sexual abuse. I mean, no, Girl Interrupted had a lot of that too. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, like with uh, who was in it? Angelina Jolie, uh -huh. um, the well, mom well, from Stranger well, Things. Well, What's her name? The mom from Stranger Things. Jodie Foster. No, not Jodie Foster. No, that's Wrong. not who it is. What the fuck? Why am I? I'm using her actual in-game Winona Ryder. Winona Ryder. Why did yeah. I use her in-name? Yes, Girl Interrupted had Winona Ryder. It had Angelina. Yes, Jolie, it has. Like... It has Jody from from Stranger Things. It's yes, like her Jody. actual actual you said fucking Jody? character. Jody? I don't know why I said Jody Foss. Oh my god, I'm all over the place today. I know it's because they look so different. Like I would have been more accepting if you would have said Natalie Portman because they look just alike. It's you know the what name. I, mean? I like, got the the name is what fucked me up. Um, yeah, so we got that. Uh, yeah, Brittany Murphy was the last. Movie. She's the dead. last few things I want to talk dead about. As fuck. Who? Uh, Brittany Murphy. Oh, the last. Jared Leto was in that movie. <laughs> he was. Okay, the last thing I want to talk about is uh the this, before break no not no, not before break i have the last two things okay well reddit there's a person on reddit that decided hey i'm gonna take every world war ii film and put it in chronological order and he categorized each battle that they covered um and he just did it so you have hit uh, so i'm just gonna go through a couple of them like the first one which was hitler's rise to power 1899 hitler the rise of evil from 2003 that's that movie um Winston Churchill's Life Before the War. Why did this person do this? Store, Holy shit. Uh, showcase of Hitler's Third Reich at the Berlin Olympics. That's called Race from 2016. I remember that film. Uh, the 800 from 2023 is the Battle of Shanghai. You've got the Battle of Nanking, which is a, brown, a bunch of them, including the film Nanking from 2007. Um, Sound of Music is the film that... The Annexation of Austria. Uh -huh, yeah, that uh -huh. makes a lot of sense. Annexation you know, of Sunderland by Germany, movie. Munich at war. I love that they included Sound of Music like so, it was just specifically a war <laughs> movie uh -huh. and not a musical at all. Uh -huh. like, Invasion of Poland, the Battle of Westerplate is the, has m way more than all the other ones before it. And, right. that, and that also includes The Pianist, The Pianist, uh, Zookeeper Wife. Uh, and the book thief, uh, and then also after that, yeah, Britain and France declare war on Germany. In that one, you have the King's Speech and a few others. 
Um, let's go down a bit. I want to keep looking for ones that I know. Uh, uh, May 1940. Where's that That's one? a good list. Oh, fuck, dude. Invasion of France and the Dunkirk evadu- eva- Dunkirk, the movies. Both there. of them. Both of them. Uh, uh, Darkest, Darkest Hour. Hour. Yeah, Atonement. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, Soldier in Orange. Yeah. Horseman of the Apocalypse. Like, so many. Yeah, yeah. A Weekend at Dunkirk. <laughs> My God, mm. that just sounds like a crossover of Weekend at Bernie's and Dunkirk. I mean, movie. it was kind of true, though. <laughs> um, I'm just saying they were toting around dead bodies. Like, okay, but yeah, this this keeps actually going for quite a while. Uh, it goes up to the June 1941 of USSR. Breaking the Enigma Code Imitation Game 2014. Uh, I fucking love that uh-huh. movie. There it is. Benedict Cumberbatch is the Pearl goat. Harbor's in here. Battle of the Philippines, Pearl Harbor, Japan's Asia, Invasion of Asia. Uh, you got, let's keep going. Let's see what else you got. Uh, Attachination of Record Hydric that has Anthropoid in there, which I've seen. Uh, you got Mid Battle of Midways in here, which is Midway, the move, both movies. They just went through the whole thing and just like, just decided. Like Jesus. They <laughs> just, they. <laughs> Oppenheimer, 2023, uh-huh. 1942, August. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Manhattan Project. Yep. Fat man and a little boy. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know that movie existed until now. Oh, God. Uh, but, yeah, what other famous ones are in here? I'm, I'm just looking around and seeing if I notice another the one. Tu- the Tuskegee Airmen, uh-huh. June 1943. Sunshine. That was fucking no, that's Sunshine. A that's a different one. That's oh, not... Okay. <laughs> Not 2005 Sunshine. Killian Murphy. Not 2005. <laughs> He's on this list not, twice. It's, it's, it's 1999 Sunshine. Um, okay. Battle of Normandy, of course, has ones. Overlord from 1975, not the 2000-something one. Uh, I'm looking if there's one that has... Churchill. Jesus Christ. So many. Like, was this somebody's final thesis? Like, Jesus Christ. Like, what? where did you find time to do this? The Holocaust is covered in here. You got the boys in striped pajamas already. And by the way, he spelled pajamas wrong. He spelled pajamas with a Y. Uh, <clears throat> Damn. Uh, Battle of Okinawa. That's the one that's going to... Hacksaw Ridge, bro. There it is. Hiroshima. Yeah. All right. Yeah, someone actually went through this, went through and did this. And that it's crazy that they just decided to do this. <laughs> and I guarantee you people are going to call them out on Reddit and be like, you forgot this one. And he'll add it back in. Um, yeah, that's crazy. But mm-hmm. that's cool at the same time. It's very that. cool. That's helpful. It, I, I think it's, all, it's very interesting that you can literally record history with films now. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> um, uh, and then the last thing that we have before break is just something that's fucking stupid. This like, one is tech-related because we're moving into the tech center. Uh, the tech center. I don't know if I'd call Elon Musk tech. Elon tech Musk tech. has decided he's going to do... So, X, or Twitter, whatever you want to call it, there's reasons why we don't use it. And this is just expanding onto those reasons. Yeah. Uh, oh, and so this next thing is just... You're gonna cause you're gonna cause riots on here, dude. I know. Like, people. so he is deleting the block feature except for DMs. Mm-hmm. So anybody can just tweet at you about you, whatever. Like, and you can't block them. You know what I mean? Like nothing like that. It, it's it. Keep my name out of your fucking mouth. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I that that's like the real vibe that I'm getting here. Uh. But he doesn't want people hiding behind, uh, like, blocking 
people. You know what I mean? Like, he, he's yeah. just like, yep, you're all going to have to live in the same pool together instead of, you know, for your own mental well-being, blocking people. If you want to use my site, you're going to use my site to my way. And that's uh, Elon Musk's take on that. And that's the reason why I want... That's not... Not this specifically, but, like, Elon Musk is the reason I refuse to use Twitter anymore. Like, I just can't get with him. I can't do it. So. Alright, I gotta do something real quick. Yeah, no, you're good. No, but, you're good. But, uh, that keep, was keep everything that we have before break. Yeah. Uh, whenever you guys join us after the break, if you guys stick around, please stick around. We love you. Um, we have a lot of news coming, including, uh, some dates for upcoming stuff, a little bit about Starfield, uh, in Microsoft in general, Nintendo, uh, and Fallout 76. So stick around guys. We will be right back. Ah, there you are. Take this potion of healing and rest your weary feet, wanderer. You're halfway there. You are now fully rested. And we are back for part two. Feeling fresh and renewed. Yeah. So uh, <clears throat> the first thing that we have up at the top is the uh, Game Awards has finally set their date for their 2023 ceremony. So that's exciting. We're always excited and always cover the Game Awards uh, each year. So uh, I, I'm just pumped. Absolutely chuffed about that, it? mate. It is uh, December 7th. Yes, Thursday, December 7th. Save the date. Uh, it streams live from the Peacock Theater in L.A. this year. Uh, it's their actual, it, their 10-year anniversary. Wow. Uh, that's freaking awesome. So uh, with that news being heard, moving on. Uh, <laughs> this uh, Speaking of Games Awards uh, kind of shows... Uh, Gamescom has just uh, recently been happening. Uh, Gamescom opening night live uh, has already been invaded by a pair of stage crashers. So uh, during host Jeff Cayley's opening remarks, two people rushed onto the stage. One went right up to the microphone in Cayley's hand and said, Bill Clinton wants to play GTA 6. Bill Clinton, GTA 6, I want to play GTA 6. This is clearly a reference to what had happened at the Game Awards last year uh, because the guy had interrupted and said uh, that uh, he wanted he to nominate this award for his Reformed Orthodox Rabbi Bill Clinton. Thank you, everybody. That's what he had said last year, so they thought they were being a couple funny guys. Uh, the security quickly arrived on the stage and uh, grabbed them, snapped them up, the audience booed. Uh, Kaylee expressed disappointment, saying, really disappointed. That's just so disappointing. This is such a special night for so many developers, and it's really disappointing to see someone act that way. But we're going to move on with the show. We've got a lot of great games to show you. Yeah, like, so, like, something like this wouldn't happen at the Oscars. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I don't know why, if it's appropriate over there, like, just because it's games doesn't mean everybody's playing. You know what I mean? Like for some people like me, I, wa I want to make this my future. You know what I mean? I want to work in a game development environment. And uh, 
for for real like the, game testing is one of the hardest jobs uh funny enough uh just doing the same thing repeatedly over and over mm-hmm. and over again and trying to break things that you don't know if can can be broken is a it's a hard thing quality assurance is a hard life you know what i mean but that's where a lot of these people start in this industry and uh they work their way up and they work their asses off you know busting out 12 and 16 hour days um well that may not be a lot because they're not standing on their feet uh to some you know that's just extremely mentally taxing and doesn't provide a lot of personal time uh for them so uh shout out to them you know uh it is sad to see but at the same time the the absolute troll inside of me the absolute goblin mode jasmine uh loves it and uh i want to hear more bill clinton stuff on the stage i think they should open the next game awards with uh uh sorry bill clinton couldn't be here tonight you know what i mean uh and then just talk about their amped up security or something like that that'd be a great way to like kind of introduce it and uh keep it level-headed at the same time you know what yeah. i mean uh <clears throat> but uh moving on from that one uh, next up, we got Nintendo confirming the original Mario voice actor, Charles Martinet, is actually stepping back from recording uh, permanently. Mamma mia. Mamma mia. We aren't going to have any more of uh, Mr. Martinet. Look, okay, so the thing is, is that he's been doing it since like the 1980s, uh-huh. so at least I would assume I think that's when 1991. It's when... <clears throat> 1991, still a long time. Um, yeah, that's over 30 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's disgusting. I want to unsay that because I was born in '94. I don't want to say that. It's okay. It's okay. It happens Ugh. to everyone, Jasmine. Stop. Sometimes not everybody, but <laughs> once a year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, the dude. The dude is uh, how old is he? Uh, sixty-seven. Old. Sixty-seven. Older than sixty-four. He voiced other characters such as Wario, Waluigi, Baby Equivalents, wow. Stepping Down. Yeah. Um, yeah, he said it's been. Oh, uh, uh, what? He also has a very other well-known role. What is it, Yoshi? <laughs> Parthenax. Oh, really? From Skyrim. Wow, that's mm-hmm. funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's crazy. Like you just you just be hearing voice actors, you know? <laughs> like I think it would be really cool to be a voice actor. I think I heard this at some point that it was Charles Martinet, but I just I Fucking, never. That's like put, all of a sudden people telling me that Mark Hamill's in something. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm like, oh Jesus Christ! You know what I mean? Because he's in everything that's animated, and cool. You know? Dude, I'm looking through his stuff. It's a lot of Mario stuff, but I'm looking for stuff that isn't Mario. Yeah. Who's Magenta and, and Dragon Ball though? Really? Yep. You learn a little something <laughs> every day here on this podcast, not just on the podcast, but with me on the podcast. You know he you know this dude is rolling in money. Like Oh, big time, <laughs> this big time. This guy is like you cannot tell me this dude this He's guy He's got a very sought after no, 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 voice. No, 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 you know no. What this I mean? this guy right here. This guy who who is is rocking this fucking drip of a costume. Oh, what in the Ric Flair is <laughs> the penguin esque latest John Wick villain looking? No, but you, he's he's got he's he's got money. He definitely has money that's saved up, and he's he's all good there. So yeah, no, congratulations on on retirement, bro. I mean, like you've been doing. You deserve it, honestly. Yeah. Like. 
His, n- his net worth is roughly like ten million dollars. Is it? Yeah, that's, um, that's yeah, what I looked at. Yeah, he's living fat. So is his fam. Uh huh. Yeah, he's gonna be doing good. Yeah. But uh, something else that's kind of doing good, but I'm also not sure because I'm not a fucking lawyer. But uh, Microsoft submitted uh, its new Activision Blizzard deal for review after uh, CMA confirmed the original deal block. Yeah, so, so this is going through because, like, the people, uh, who was it recently that just approved their transaction? I can't remember who it was. FTC, but. I think. Yeah, no, we're get we're, it's getting it's partially getting approved. So this whole thing of them getting uh, aqua aquazized aquazized is actually coming to fruition now. After like what a year and a half longer, longer. Yeah, like I think they started talking about it back in twenty twenty one. Maybe I don't know. I just yeah, like no. that's just absolutely nuts, but. Uh, in July, like Microsoft sent its final submission to the CMA, uh, outlining why it believed the organization should reconsider its block on the proposed $69 billion buyout of Activision Blizzard. But today, the CMA reaffirmed its decision, saying Microsoft's submission changed nothing as far as they were concerned. Um, to address the CMA's concerns, uh, Microsoft has restructured the deal to buy a narrow, a narrower, excuse me, set of rights. Uh, okay. This includes signing a deal with Assassin's Creed maker Ubisoft to sell the cloud streaming rights for all current and new Activision Blizzard PC and console games released over the next 15 years, excluding the European economic area. The rights will be in perpetuity. The perpetuity wing. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. If you guys don't know the reference, I apologize. Um <clears throat> Don't worry, I will not take you to the perpetuity wing. No one needs to go there. Nobody needs to go there. But, uh, yeah, like, so they they pretty much just want to sell the cloud-based rights to uh, Ubisoft so, so that they don't have as much overhead control, if you understand what I mean. So uh, I don't know what this is going to change in the eyes of the CMA, but... Uh, you know we're here to report it, and uh, yeah, like we'll I said, be talking about it. yeah, we'll we'll talk about it more as we understand more. But I just wanted to report that something else had happened. Nonetheless, while we're talking about uh, the life that that uh, Microsoft brings, there is some death that is being dealt. It's about time, and it's about time, honestly, right? Like as Zach was saying. Xbox 360 storefront is shutting down in July. Xbox 360 has been around since 2005, 2006, if I believe. That was like five years ago. Uh, don't make me feel old, man. Dude, uh, yeah, you're telling me. You're <laughs> fucking telling me, dude. Like, you're like, don't make me feel old. Yeah, I know. Uh, but uh, Microsoft will cease purchase of new games, DLC, and other entertainment content from the 360 store on the console and the 360 marketplace, like- as well as stop functionality of the Microsoft Movies and TV app on the 360 console. However, this will not impact the ability to play Xbox 360 games or DLC that you have already bought. Uh, those gamers, uh, those games, excuse me, will not only uh, continue to be playable on 360, but also on Xbox One and Series X and S if they are backwards compatible. Uh, this applies to both digitally purchased and physical copies of games. Uh, additionally, if you deleted a game off your 360 console, uh, it can still be redownloaded even after July 2024. 
so you don't have to go out and buy a hard drive and download it to it like cool. it'll it'll still be up in your cloud but there won't be purchasable uh you know instances of the mm. games so mm. what exists exists and there shall be none more thank like you it, yeah it makes sense they don't need a way they don't need to optimize games like two generations back anymore <clears throat> yeah no not at all like the systems would just I think if I put an Xbox Series X game into an Xbox 360, that it would just crumple up like origami and turn itself into a swan. What I was thinking is it's like one of those videos right where after like, it heats up really hot, it, and cuts where they off. put it in, you turn it on, and everything's fine, and then like just one split second at the end, it just there's it the, flashes red. There's the blow up. <laughs> <laughs> it just starts flashing red as soon as you put flashes it flashes red and starts blowing up. Yep, gets super hot, turns mm -hmm. into an airplane, like the ps4 does whenever it gets too dusty yeah so but, uh, <clears throat> so with, uh, we're in we're in microsoft territory and speaking of microsoft we got to talk about the trailer that has been released which is it's like it's like it's zach watch it in the car starfield live action trailer baby <laughs> we were both in the back seat so i was like i'm gonna uh, take this opportune time to show you this two minute uh starfield live action trailer that looks like a fucking alien series movie. Like I don't know I what else. To, like it looks like more. It's more fucking excited crazy. For this, I've been. I'm working on getting <laughs> some financing set up so I can get my the whole uh, series X set up for. We're gonna make the, it happen today. Um, Even I if I have to pitch in sixty dollars, uh, I making it happen. I, I what? I said even if I have to pitch in sixty dollars, like for we're what? making it happen. Pick it, pitch in sixty dollars. To get you an Xbox. <laughs> oh, you don't have to do that. I don't need that. I'll be okay with it. I'll be fine. Um, no, just the, the thing is, is like, um, comes out September 6th, and uh, I just, I don't, I, it's the it's the fear of missing out for me, but at the same time, Not it's also, the FOMO, bro. it's also just like, it's time for me to upgrade. I can definitely tell my thing is. Oh no! So run, can I? Running, like just based off through. of how it runs seventy six. Uh -huh. Like that's horrible. It runs, and I'm so sorry that you have to deal with ground. that for as it's long as you It's been run through. Have. It's been it's been run through its time. It's been with me for a while, and that thing has yeah, been my it's soul. Been with comp, you. That's been my soul gaming experience. It's been with you for it's been the hit past. And dropped several times for the for <laughs> for the past. I think five plus years. That has been my soul gaming experience uh, for the majority of it. Is that and uh, that means it's it's been through. You're gonna realize years. that your glasses I have also didn't put need to be cyber, cleaned. I guarantee and you. And it was just the me console. playing Cyberpunk on there probably put something on there that shouldn't be on that console. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I see. That's borderline origami. You know what I mean? Like uh, it just did screen origami. No, like, my, mine's like mine's like one of those like. Uh, but I meant like full on. Mine's like one of those card those card houses that people make, except it's being held up with tape, and wires, and a little bit of pencil, uh, and. Um, no pencil, <laughs> no backbone, just floating in the wind. It's got two toothpicks. Yeah, used. there you go. It's like that. It's like one of those Xbox controllers that's like half busted open, but they're still using it. They're still using it. Cringe. Like the the tumble the tumble stick. <laughs> the fucking the top the top the the, the top oh, whatever the it is. motherboard's the, just exposed. That, but the the rumbler is like hanging out of the 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 controller itself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just just sitting next to it. Uh -huh. You know what I mean. That's right. so funny. So yeah, no, but uh, Starfield and all that. So we got the live action trailer. Live action trailer looks tight. 
um, definitely gets me hella excited, but also just like in general, Starfield as a whole has been like, I've, I, I have wanted a RPG sci-fi game for a long time and there has been none that have been able to satisfy it. I mean, Outer Worlds was close, but it, it's not going to be on the scale as this. Yeah. No, this is a grand scale. Uh, and speaking of grand scale, grand scale leaks have be- have started beginning. This is a PSA from us. Yeah, there's no there's no leaks in this article or anything. No, so we are not leaking like, anything. We're not leaking Secondly, anything. I don't want it to be leaked to me, and we're avoiding all spoilers as they come for Starfield because we want to be politely surprised, I guess. Yeah. You know what I mean? But um, it's just uh, over a week away from the early access launch of Starfield, and spoilers have begun leaking, including the opening of 40 minutes of the game who someone got a copy early. Okay, so I don't need to worry about that. So I'm sure it was some influencer. That's going to be you know what I mean? that's going to be uploaded to the internet. So. No, I'm sure it's some influencer. Like Bethesda has fallen victim to a number of Starfield leaks perpetuated well, by like bad a- actors who have either foolishly breached their NDA agreements, which means that they worked for them, which is fucking stupid. That's the, that's the problem uh, nowadays is that like you have workers and people that will get hired into your business just to solely penetrate. to fuck solely to use the 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 tools that you are giving them against you. Uh-huh. And it's messed up. It's so messed up. Like in-house hackers. Uh-huh. But uh as is the case here, uh they have been taken advantage of being sent the game ahead of release. Huh. Just like uh, last week, we were talking about uh, what was it, Tekken? Tekken Six. Yeah, and the and the creator was just like he, he turned it this, off. He found this stream of a dude streaming, and he was like, "Yo, dude, uh, they had the, a closed the, beta. The, the closed beta is over. You need to turn this off." And he's like, "No, nah, I don't remember. I don't. I don't believe you." Or he the hacked the back creator. door open, and then into he it. fucking t- he t- re- he he added him on Twitter, and he's like. Yeah, turn this off or else I'm banning you. Right. Yeah. He's like so. proof or no. Mm-hmm. Like, and he literally went on his official blue checky. I mean, uh, you know, well, I don't even so know if they have blue checky. Here, here's but, the like, thing. So with a game this big and also from a company very well known for its RPGs and all that stuff. Like, of course people are going to try to leak it. They did the same thing when GTA 6 was fucking Bill Clinton announced. wants GTA 6 right now. It's it's going to happen with these big companies. And just overall, it makes me sad that it's going to happen. But it's going to continue to happen. Because For sure. People are going to take advantage shit. of the situation they can. As much as they can. Just to cause stuff like this to happen. Um, but no, I look forward to it. But at the same time, something I don't look forward to as much. Although... I, looking into it, it's not it's not as bad as I thought it was be- at first hand, but still like could be better. I was sketched out about it because whenever you said like skin, the way that you said it made it sound like it was like some sort of no, just, like, it's like thing it's, that stuck to the so outside of it. Like, let me, let me show you. It's kind of like no, no, no. You showed me the video. No, I showed you the video, but like it's kind of like actually like how this is. Yeah, on here. Uh, on my laptop, but uh, it's gonna. It's essentially, they've made wraps. They're beginning to make wraps for Xbox. Official wraps, by the way. Um, and they're starting with three wraps. They're all gonna be fifty dollars. And yes, that sounds like a lot, but the reason why they're fifty dollars is because they're not just like place place on sticker wraps or anything. They are actual uh, silicone wraps, like full on made of silicone. 
Um, they and, look nice, too. And they look very nice. They have uh, vent areas in the back, so they don't cover the top vent at all, and they don't cover the bottom, the back vents at all on the X. My Series only concern X. is that they only look good, like, from the face <laughs> yeah. and, the, and the two sides. I don't have an issue with that because I'm not going to be seeing much of the back of my console. You say that. I don't. I don't see myself using seeing much of the back. Anyways, but they also have they have three kinds. They have the Arctic camo, the mineral camo, which if is like a bluish. If you just pick it up, will it slide off? You understand what I'm saying? I don't. I. I well, from what the inner side looked like, it looked like it had some like texture inside, so it could stick to it. A so, bit. are you sticking something to your Xbox? No. To keep that there, like no. Velcro. No, let me show you what I mean. Oh, my God. Okay. I know what you're talking about, the big red piece that was on the no, inside whenever no, you showed No, 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 not this. This. This stuff right here. Oh, yeah. like the, it's ribbed for yeah, your it's, pleasure. It's, <laughs> <laughs> no, but they put, like, tactile, like, texture on the inside so it would, like, hold a bit gotcha. more. So gotcha. stuff like that. Um, and But there's also a Starfield uh, that's brand what, that, one. That's the part that That's the one that about, I like. want. <laughs> it's just... I I I have I have coming in the Zach has a problem. I have the controller <laughs> coming in now. Um, I don't want the headset because I don't need it. Um, I could get this wrap, but I might just be like, I'll just get somebody else to buy it for me. Um, right. And and then the game comes out soon, and I just I it. I'm gonna be looking. I've never it. had this much free free time before. I mean, I have, but like, in a sense where I'm not in school and I actually have a job, where if like if I'm not doing work the entire day or anything, and I still have like I get more free time than I expect, then I can just go to doing video games or right. doing whatever else I want instead of worrying about oh Me, I have, I'm trying to pick up a job at the uh -huh, same time. I know at the it's same like time having school. another job like already during the day in mm -hmm. the morning mm -hmm. and uh, Monday through Friday, and then doing school at the same time on so top of that. Like just I'm I, fucking dying over I here. know that's it. Just sucks that you're gonna have to prioritize this game in the process of that uh-huh uh, that's why i'm trying to get all my uh, bg3 in right now nice. because i only have a few days left of uh that before i start yeah, maining so, starfield for a long so period of these these wraps are going to be released on november 10th there's pre-orders now um coinciding with the 30th anniversary of the xbox series x and s cool yep so it's been that long came out in 2020 when everything came out scary i know it's been three years so far Stop. I just feel so <laughs> old. Uh, I feel so old. Uh, it's also been almost three years since we started this podcast, too. Dude, I was just saying that. I was like, dude, like we're coming up on like our third year anniversary, like mm -hmm. in October. Mm -hmm. I remember we started in October. It was October 2020 around that time that we started. So look, maybe we look COVID up, babies. maybe something that will happen there. I don't know. This podcast was a COVID. We were a COVID co baby. We, we were we were birthed from the COVID, and Dude, we will die by it. the COVID. Live by the COVID. <laughs> die by the COVID. <laughs> All right. So the last thing I want to talk about is it the last thing? No, there's a few more. So, on uh, I th we've talked about on the past, and it's kind of knowledge. Um, Lance Reddick has passed, and, and that was like a while ago. What? No, I'm um, playing. I'm playing. But <laughs> the, um, he is a he is a person of notable name, and not just acting, but also voice acting. Um, and one of the, one of his bigger roles was uh, as Commander Zavala in Destiny Two, which is like 
one of the main side characters right one that he's like keeping with. up with like yeah. like the, the one that he said that he was going to do till the day that he died mm-hmm. like was and for destiny 2 as commander zavala and we have none other than like the, the notable the beautiful sultry voice of uh keith david yeah so they have uh, they have gone through they said uh, so this is an actual post from bungie themselves Earlier this year, we lost Lance Reddick, the English voice, lang- uh, the English language voice actor of Commander Zavala. The passion and professionalism Lance brought to the role over the last decade was unmistakable and loved by all. I mean, if you saw him on a- on Eric Andre and a skit that he did on him, you could tell that he was a fun dude to play with. Oh, like, for sure. Like, like he he's, he seems like a really fun dude to not just be around. You know what mm. I mean? Like. And his, his presence is going to be missed, for sure. Yeah. Like, Lance's iconic ro- voice led us through the most intense moments in Destiny's history and his impact on the Guardians, our community, and Bungie as a whole will never be forgotten. Commander Zavala has been central to the story we have been telling since the original Destiny, and we have plans to continue his jo- journey. He's Johnny. Keith David, a prolific actor on the stage and in television, film, and games, will assume the English Yeah, not just not just film and TV, like in, in the games. final shape and beyond. Separately, Lance's existing lines in game will remain untouched for the upcoming release. So all the stuff that he did before, everything that they've recorded now will not be touched. Um, but for everything coming on now and after. They have chosen Keith David, and I, I personally think if you don't know like the voice of Keith David, you do. Literally, you, <laughs> you do. do. You know, you know the voice of Keith. You David. You don't know him. You do. And they, the reason why they chose Keith David, one, they've had workings with him in the past because he was literally the voice of the Arbiter in Halo, uh, mm-hmm. and still, I think, still is. Um, and and so he's worked there. No, but like he's been all over the place, and and just. I think it was a good choice. If you're if they want to keep the character alive, but they don't, they want to respect Lance in a better way. Keep his voice acting there, but you're gonna have to find somebody to replace him. I think they chose a good choice here, so not too bad. Why? I was looking at that. I was reading. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a cool little uh, Cyclops, mm-hmm. blind Cyclops. No. So I but, mean, uh, I mean, I, yeah. So I, I, I think it will work out. I don't. Not everybody might not be as happy, but I know a majority of people will be like, yeah, I feel like this was a respectable decision. So for them to make, for sure. Um, like they want to continue <clears throat> the legacy, but like what, like what person are you gonna have? Like, right, like that. Them? That's the big thing. Like. But at the same time, they chose so good. They chose a well. They chose a well, well, per, like a well, well known voice actor shoes. and also you know a well I mean? recognized. I don't think voice anybody actor. would el- else oh, would be able for, to fill no. even come close to filling those shoes. I don't know. I don't know. Speaking of going into the sci-fi realms, though, Cyberpunk 2077's next biggest update, update 2.0, is so big that you should probably just start a new game. Probably. And yeah. I, like, I and I knew as soon as they said, they're like, oh yeah, guys, our game is really fucking broken. Let's do a couple of hot fixes and then the next time that we see the, you, we'll the have the time, real game The ready. next time and the only time we're releasing an expansion for this game, which comes out next month, uh, will be the time when you get update 2.0. And what it does, it reworks... The skill trees, armor systems, police AI, NPC AI, uh, abilities, it's just a bunch of shit. And they, and they and also do go well with the new toys and Phantom Liberty expansion. So one of the biggest things is the skill tree, which they have upgraded and made much better. Um, 
as they've added some new things, such as bullet deflecting skills for katanas, which you've never had before, and I'm like, good, I like that. <laughs> right. um, new execution for melee weapons, an air dash, a strength ability that lets you literally toss bodies, and a snazzy revolver skill that looks like Cassidy's Deadeye Ultimate. So essentially, you can slow down time and just boom, shoot, it, shoot people. Oh, yeah. Um, those new perks, which will be implemented into the vanilla cyberpunk experience, are separate from the new relic abilities that'll be for the Le Phantom Liberty Omers, which basically are just overpowered ability. There's a two of them that have been explained here. You got the Mantis Blades that let, but these these time they'll let you leap towards targets like a fucking hunter from Left 4 Dead. Right. Then you also have the Gorilla Arms, which basically now turn your fists into gravity hammers. Uh, so when you're punching people, you can give them shockwaves uh, like and Blue stuff Beetle? like yeah. So that's gonna be interesting. Um, or Madrona, his sister, when she. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's not all though. What they've done though, as I said, they upgraded the police AI. As the police and stuff in the game has always been lacking to me, um, and they absolutely blew it out of the water. Not only they are updating the the AI to work better in this in it, they've also added car combat. They never had car combat in the game. It's like Rocket League. <laughs> <laughs> so which which actually so V can now okay, use so guns while driving. He can hack other cars while and make them go out of control. Some cars are actually outfitted with guns. Um, those uh, filling those car traces is a newly enhanced NCPD AI that will give chase, which hasn't done, been done before. Set up roadblocks when trying to stop you, and attempt to ram V off the road as well. Because then this is something entirely new. The police definitely did not. They definitely did not at all uh, do any of this stuff before. They were very tame, except for and, and and they would teleport around and stuff if you tried to like and and one and they would drop in sometimes for like a flying, um, uh, what is it, flying vehicle and stuff. But at the like at the same time, it didn't feel dynamic when you ran away from them or like got into a car mm -hmm. because they wouldn't chase you. Right. In a car. And it just felt, it was like kind of outside. But now they're adding all this in, and I like that. Uh, keeping in mind, though, these all these updates and everything are going to be only on the next-gen consoles. And the reason why is they stated this right when they when they were releasing information for Phantom Liberty, and I covered this, is because the old-gen consoles, the past-gen, just cannot handle the hardware they're trying to put in. It right. just cannot handle the AIs, the stuff, and all that systems. And I, I get it. It's because probably because of the way they built their engine, the red engine for this game, it just probably doesn't. It can't handle that kind of like graphical output. Right. So I don't know. Um, but yeah, no, they're doing that. They're they're going through a whole setup. Uh, Dogtown, which is the newest district, is being added into actually the Pacifico region, which felt a little lacking. It was like the more. It was like. In the game, it's supposed to be this region that was supposed to be this new, like, luxurious region, but the city ran out of muddy and never finished it. So it's now just a backwater area and stuff like that, where uh, slums are, essentially. Gotcha. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, Phantom, Phantom Liberty is set to come out on September 26th. It will be a whole big expansion for the game, It's own, but and it will be the only expansion for the game, as they are moving on with making the sequel and everything else after it. Now, on to our last topic of today, because, of course, for us, it's, well, it was Tuesday, but now it's Wednesday. But during uh, Tuesday, August 22nd, uh, Fallout 76's Season 14 has officially come out. 
Yes, uh, United We Stand is what it's called, or Fight for Freedom. That's what it is. the The scoreboard is called Fight uh, for United We Stand. It is not a big update, um, but at the same time, they have added a few quality of life things and some new uh, little additions to the game. And I like them. Yeah. So. Like. Some of the new things is uh, they made adjustments to level requirements for various existing perk cards to make them more accessible uh, for lower level characters. And not only that, but they added the ability to open multiple court perk cards at packs at once, which good. I've been I Thank just you God. don't want to deal with <laughs> doing right. it multiple ching, times. Ching, ching, <laughs> but they also Lord. added two new perk cards, which I'm going to use one of them. Uh, Arms Keeper and Stable Tools. Armskeeper reduces the weight of rifles. It'll be from 25 to 50 to 75%. Uh, that's through the three three star ranks. And then they also have Sable Tools, which is automatic layaway weapon durability bonuses. Um, so it'll just make the durability on your melee. On I your wonder if these <coughs> are these both strength tools or uh, like we'll have to wait and see. Oh, well, we haven't even touched the update, so we'll have to yeah, wait. Yeah, both of us have to download it. So season fourteen, fight for freedom comes with some new stuff. I we I went through. I showed Jasmine this uh, thing. It doesn't even go through all like the stuff that it covered. There was this camp base um, uh, shelter set. There was there's a new ally called Grandma, Grandma Junko on her mission to find her grandchildren. She thinks, <laughs> while her memory isn't what it used to be, she can still cook up a good old-fashioned home-cooked meal for you. Um, there's also a new collectron, an auto miner collectron, which is actually which gives interesting. you ore, yeah. Which looks like the 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 uh, what is it? The it construction, for you. the construction protectrons, right? Around construction sites, you have an oval office you can get. You got a few. You got a new military stash you can get. You got something called a cake maker. Uh, like it's, it's like a you know, Mr. Handy making cakes or something. I, it looks like a cooking station maybe. Um, the, the power armor at the end of it is basically a space, a space themed NASA power armor. And I like how it looks. Um, what else you got? I think that, that I don't want to say, oh, it doesn't you got, give us the date for meat week, but it says it's coming up and they added a bunch of <coughs> new stuff to Graham's vendor pool. We're celebrating five years on a fallout 76. Oh yeah. 14th. That's during my birthday. Uh, completing, join us by completing unique birthday party challenges every day for your, in your birthday suit. Wait, what if it's just you without clothes? Without clothes. That's <laughs> yeah. literally exactly what I was thinking. To unlock new festive rewards. But no, you know uh, them. Like, they're going to have a party this, hat on this you. This will run like... from September, November 7th to November 21st. Uh, Meet Week is also back with new, some new rewards. There's some design changes, which I kind of want to go over. Uh, there were... Um, they reduced the frequency of NPC attacks and player cramps. Legendary creatures will no longer mutate with 50% health. Uh, instead, they will be given a 60% increased health. Um, so, yeah. Uh, resistances. So, they still made them harder, mm -hmm. which is funny. Acid, electricity, and radiation have been corrected to make more accurately target the specific type of damage. Meat Week will have new rewards such as decor, plushies, which I saw some of them. One of them is a mutant hound plushie, and another one I think is a pig plushie, like a mutant pig cool. plushie. Um, yeah, we're all about the plushies over here. You can yeah, now dude. use free cam f in photo mode. Dude, that's such a relief, too. Like, I, I was surprised. They had free cam for everything else except for that. You know what? They're they're getting they're getting along with adding the stuff, people. like Because once they add new stuff, people are like, okay, we like this, but can you just improve it a little bit? And they're like, sure. We'll just, it'll just take us a bit because we got so much other stuff on our docket. 
Uh, crafting. Oh, no, no, no. Right. Quest. Invisible ties. Now points with Dom Adult. Nope. Build mode. We've renamed over 600 camp items with greater clarity. And now I'm wondering how those are going to be looking. Um, which, But if they made it easier to find stuff, that's... I know. That's easy. Like, that's better. That's Do, amazing. There's a donation box right outside Vault 76 because now you... Which you can now donate presents to new players, which... If you don't know, if if you haven't played, I'm big into that. When you're when you're a new player and you join, more than likely there are there are just high level players that will just hang out and they'll drop shit for you. Whenever <clears throat> I see somebody that's just spawning in a level mm-hmm. one fresh at at, fall, at the Fallout seventy six vault, I show up there with stimmies and usually a modded weapon for them, like yeah. that they can use it uh, level five or sell for script. They could script it. I don't really care. And then I give them a boatload of 10 millimeters. Players will now have more default recipes for more options when building their first camp. Uh, Fallout, and then some world stuff. Uh, they replaced the Liberator bots outside 70, Fallout 76 with ghouls. Fuck that. I feel like that's more appropriate. Um, kind of, yes. 76 players will no longer receive an unnamed radio station with information on Nuka World on tour upon leaving the vault. Um, oh, yeah, another thing. Daily Ops will no longer be given notifications to ple- people who are under level 50. Um, I like that. Uh, I know. I like that, too. Uh, all workbench, and these are the workbench changes, and I wanted to go over these just real quick before we end off. Yeah, no, no, read here. Them. I'm okay with this. Um, oh, yeah, new filter has been added to viewing perk cards. Uh, they've ad- reduced the number of pop-ups that appear when leaving Fault 76 for the first time. And now the workbench changes. All workbench listings you now use alphabetical sorting, and the name items are standardized across all lists. Thank you. The show unlockable button now shows recipes you can learn through a plan, scrapping, or can purchase in the atomic shop. So it's showing you more than just just the thing you can craft. It's showing you everything else that you can do with it, too. Which I like as well. Uh, one star legendary mods no longer show up under the random legendary mods. A two and three star mods now display correctly under current mods when inspecting an item. Uh, and then there's an improved uh, the learn mod the learned mod counter. So yeah, all that stuff. And then there's a bunch of bug fixes and improvements that they always 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 put through. <laughs> players can no longer disarm bone chimes in another player's camp. Yep, love that. Mm-hmm. Um, what else did they add that I thought was cool? Um, oh, Blood Eagle Ghouls now count towards the Kill Blood Eagles daily challenge. What are you saying? Are you saying challenges under bug fixes okay. and, and yeah. improvements? Uh, fix various challenges to defeat an enemy with a specific weapon that would progress when defeating an enemy with a throwable weapon instead. They also fixed um, out uh, some perks. The Carnivore mutation now works with the Cannibal perk. Cool. Uh, the Grenadier perk now applies to gauze weapons. Uh, yeah. Thank God. Mm-hmm. Dude, that's gonna. Oh my God, that's gonna reduce so much weight. Mm-hmm. We've signific- I have like three different gauze. We've weapons significantly weight. increased the damage bonus with Gunfu on all ranks. Uh, Ninja perk now accurately states its its effects. Um, they just did a did a few updates. Like overall, they didn't fix uh the fucking one with the robots. The event with the robots. Which one? The- Test your metal. Yeah. What about that event? That they ju- they they like fucking souped them up like test your metal super hard now. What is up with this? What is this? I don't know. No, I'm looking at this. What the fuck is this? This is something in the atomic shop right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
It's fat. It's fa- fat vault boy. What is it? Uh, co- it's a cookie jar. It's fault boy. It's a cookie jar. <laughs> it's fault boy. Oh my god. Okay. It's himbo. But, uh, <laughs> uh, it's the vault boy cookie jar. Is what it is. Uh, I might have to get this at some point. God, you're making me want to buy things from the atomic shop game. I know, dude. That's their that's their goal. Webs. I mean, I just uh, what they I had to do. Adjusted the way plasma guns uh, mods deal physical and energy damage should cool. be more in line with each other. So the result is a slight boost in physical damage and a slight decrease in energy damage. I was ten off from the end of the season, and I used my remaining atoms that I had saved up to buy it. It was just enough. So skirt and buy, bro. I got it. I it's just because the I dropped. day before too. It's because I drop off sometimes and I just forget. All right. I think that's it. Um, one last thing. Uh, about a few months ago or so, I usually sometimes will bring up weird foods and whatnot. Um, and I will talk about when I review them. But I was never, ever able to find these until, like, a few days ago. When they just randomly just had a bunch of them just stacked up. And Walmart for some reason, and it is the Minecraft Suspicious Stool Pringles. Minecraft Suspicious Stew Pringles. Stool. <laughs> I know what I said the first time. <laughs> Oh, oh guys, it's you, go to, you go to your doctor and you say, "I have, some, w- I have some suspicious I, stool." stool. I'm sorry, what? am right now, dude. Mm. <laughs> All right, but uh, oh yeah, have... there's one more thing that was on there that I thought was pretty cool, yeah. and that players can no longer attack with automatic uh, melee weapons and sprint at the same time in third person. Oh, okay. So All no right. cheesing around corners. Yeah. So here's the thing: I have these, and you can hear them. Um, Jasmine's had one. I had one. I've actually had multiple because I've been eating through it. Um, I figured out already what these taste like. With uh, they taste like um spicy barbecue pizza, and I have to concur with that. It's literally spicy barbecue pizza. It's spicy barbecue pizza. It's like if you take the Pringles barbecue chick chip, like the spicy barbecue chip and the pizza chip, and you just put them together. That's exactly what this is. So, I mean, it's fine. It's not. Of course, it's definitely not my favorite Pringles. That's always gonna be the. <laughs> the little burger ones, which I'll never ever get again. I know. But uh, you bought so many of those. I did. I bought a lot of them, and then I was gonna buy more. I thought you were gonna buy a case. I I, I was gonna buy multiple, like uh, like about three cans of it. And when I went to the store, they were all gone. <laughs> so they knew. They knew. They were like, we can't let him have any more. He's right. becoming too powerful. He's um, becoming too powerful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Minecraft. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Over overall, if I want to give this a rating, I'll give it five suspicious stews out of seven. Okay. Um, it's all right. I mean, if you like those flavors, go for it. That's but like a passing grade, I guess. Yeah. I, I don't know why I did it out of seven. I just decided. I know. I was like, I think it's a passing grade. Um. Oh, by the way, one thing I did want to bring up on here, which uh, my boss fucking ruled out to me. They've actually started putting this on here. This this label mm-hmm. uh, contains a bioengineered food product, and they put that on. They've begun begun putting it on almost every single thing that is processed in the store. 
And you want to know why? It's probably because of the fr- high fructose corn syrup. I mean, maybe. Or it could be that, that suspicious stew. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, like if, you, if, you, if you're health conscious and stuff like that, anybody listening, and you're worried about like... Them, Recently, like, life has in, made us look at it, uh, it, our, our labels they, a, a lot more. And, uh, American, I think it's the FDA or something recently passed something because like I've yeah, never... Yeah, because I've this ne- stuff you cannot fucking I've never buy seen, overseas because mm-hmm. it, the, the ingredients that are in our food are illegal because and they are toxic. And if you do buy it over there, it usually has a warning label on it saying hey this is hey not, this is toxic this is gonna have some bad side effects you're gonna to you. grow scales and your children <laughs> are gonna be alabama maybe 100. that's why the people outside the america america north america think we're mutants we are <laughs> bioengineered and mm-hmm. chocked full of steroids but yeah no they've been adding that so if you're just lo- if you look around at like some of your foods and snacks and in, in your house you'll probably see contains a bioengineered food product or food products or something like that on your can on your cans on your on your bags bioengineered thing yeah so just look out i mean i'm not entirely sure if that if it's on oreos too i don't know if it's on those oreos but it's on oreos it's not on these oreos mm. Yeah. Oh, wait, so, yeah, no, no, it, it says it contains a bioengineered food ingredient. Yep, yep, see, they've been adding it. <clears throat> and more than likely, it probably means, like, it's high fructose soy. corn syrup, soy, stuff like that. It more than likely means that, but at the same time, that also gives them indication to probably slip other things in there. Not saying these companies will, but there's companies out there that, especially in America, that definitely, definitely will slip bad shit into your, into your food just to make it more cost-effective. Um, but anyways, that's it. That's it. I think, thank you for listening. I think, thank you for listening. Oh my God. We thank, thank you. It's one thirteen a.m. And, uh, uh yeah, uh, my this Zach, will be out in nine hours. Yeah. So my exact facts, uh, not my, not the naked truth. Those are real. Those are actual real things. <laughs> These ones are, are just contemplations from my, from my, my voidless Demons. brains. I mean, yeah, the demons that speak to me and inside inside the void that is my my mind. Um, oh, what was it gonna be? Oh, uh, suspicious stew is actually made of uh, people. It's like soylent green. <clears throat> I wasn't gonna say people. I was gonna say villagers, but you know what? It's made from the villagers of my airborne kingdom. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> oh no! Oh, uh, the ones that left because of the unsuitable conditions. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, anyways, that is about it. Will we have something up this weekend? God, we hope so. Um, God, we hope so. Uh, you know, pray for the best, hope for the worst. At at this point, I mean, it's just we gotta kind of prioritize what's life. Yeah. But we're getting we're getting around to like it. Like I said, so. school started back up. Yeah, Zach gonna, got a new job. Yeah. Like we're out here. All right, we're we're getting around to it. So sometimes we'll have weekend episodes. Like we do want to get Barbieheimer out at some point. Just yes, we do. All right. So thank you for listening. Um. Until next time. Stay soylent green. <laughs>
you have crawled into the internet wormhole known as the Spitting Nonsense Podcast and made it out alive. Congratulations, Wanderer. Thank <laughs> you.